Men have their own set of challenges. Who better to give you advice than these knuckleheads? Who let them have a podcast anyway? Need <laughs> <laughs> your mama's permission. This, this is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Fub My Mate Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, what up, Ray? Fritz. What's going on? Where's the Mainer? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, wow, he's all oh, hurt. Oh, oh, you hurt my, John, up with John that. Hurt my feelings before we got on the air. Because we won't because we won't introduce you with specific pronouns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's he, his, him, her, W. I mean. Jet. Yeah. Please welcome to the show he, him, himself, the Mainer. I really hope this episode's about no pronouns because I'm no. going to go off. No, you're not. You know it ain't about pronouns. Today's show is the pronoun. Hear it. That, you're not wrong. Yeah, he's too scared somebody might hear it from the office. <laughs> oh, man. Because, you know, Mike's all about the status quo. Status quo. You know, I want to know what Mike's been up to. What do you mean? Lately, man, what you been doing? Living life. Living life. Come on now. No, no, seriously. Um, wow, why are you putting on Should be stats quo. Because I know you weren't ready for it. <laughs> the no stats quo. Oh, nice, Ray Ray. That's good. That's hilarious. Crickets. Crickets. No, uh, things are good. I mean, I, he thought you were going to ask him for a stat. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, Let me yeah. get my phone. Let me get my phone. My happiness meter is about like high. About, <laughs> yeah, like about, high. It's about going, going up. No. How does that make you feel? It makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah. After the last episode, I feel okay. Which you did bring the beer yeah. last episode. I did hey, bring the beer. I, last you know, guys, episode. I want to do a quick shout out. I just got back from Massachusetts. Oh, yes. Yeah. Want to give oh. a shout out to Bobby. What's up, Bob? Bobby. Yeah. Hey. Got some good news too. Uh oh. What's that? Got some good news. What's that? We got another Durham baby. We got oh. Thomas Amarico Durham. Ah, my little Tommy Gunn. Yeah, that my, sounds gangster. Yeah, baby. Shout out to my little nephew, yeah, like Tommy Gunn. Sounds like a police officer. I love that kid, boy. I'll tell you what, he just... Hey, Rico. You know, he's just a little peanut, man. He's just yeah. trying to come into the world, you know? I told my brother, I said, how Just a squirrel man? trying to get a nut. I mean, as ugly as my brother is, I don't know how the hell he's got such a beautiful baby. Mama. <laughs> Gotta be mama. Yeah, I, I guess, but... Because my brother's one ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Bob. Love you, Bob. You know, last time Bobby was here, I got you too confused. So what's that saying? Maybe the kettle calling a pot black? <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a black beard. But it's got to be black, man. Yeah. yeah, I see a little bit of gray in that beard. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Look at you, Uncle Salty. What the oh, hell are you talking I'm, about over there? I'm all gray. Stop calling you Uncle Crack. <laughs> I'm all gray. About? Look at that little bit of gray. But he has a salty. Then notice Fritzy went real quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got nothing. <laughs> Man, I've been having behind, behind my big microphone. I got I got way too many gray hairs coming yeah. out of this goatee. Man, I'm so frustrated right now. I'm 41. I shouldn't have this shit. Yeah, you but, shouldn't look that bad at 41. I looked a no, lot better. No, it's not. That bad. Hey, y'all know I'm screwed, man. I'm bald and gray. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got a little tinge of ugly in there too. <laughs> just, just a wee little bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I told my wife, I said, you know, the job makes it go, the job makes it fall out, and the kids make it go gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not wrong with the gray part. I can't believe. I can't no believe. Doubt. Mike's got like twelve kids, and he's got very little gray. I know, but it's getting. How do you do it? Man? I'm gonna well, buy- Sarah found out that Ray was born in the ugly tree, so when he wakes up in the morning, she's in there slapping him with branches. <laughs> oh man, she makes me get out of the house before she wakes up. After about 10 years, it was like, get your ass up, go to work. (laughs) She keeps putting Jack Daniels by the bed so she can make pretend she was drinking. (laughs) I I think she's gone to vodka, so I can't smell it. (laughs) Anywho. Oh, man. So this week, what are we talking about, Maynard? Status quo. Status quo. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, man. How do you define your status? Yeah, man. What defines your status? That's a good point. That's a that's a really good question out there. I mean, think about it, guys. What what are you defining your status with? Well, I could weigh in on that with right. a personal experience. What you got, Fritz? You know, I used to I've been in the music business uh pretty much all my life. What do you mean by that? Well, I used to uh run sound and lights and I used to tour with some pretty big uh Bands that you would probably know and recognize, and I've got the uh, badges and stuff to prove it, mm-hmm. and I was proud of those. Mm-hmm. And with that job came status. Yeah, women. Wow, yeah, I bet a lot of things. And then Pre- I went to work for for Disney. So prestige, prestige, a, yeah, yeah. But there's a what term was, for that. Roadie, roadie, yeah, road dog, but. But the biggest thing was that when that was done, it was hard to find myself. Is that what was I, defining you? Defining me. It was uh, defining me. Absolutely, it was. That's who I was. The roadie. The, I was the, the roadie rated R. The starting sound. in theater near you. <laughs> and then you, you know, as you, I think you were telling us earlier that, you know, you went from doing that to a, I hate to use the term regular, but like a regular job, right? Well, I think I used that term was because you with all the glitz and the glamour and it was a lot of hard work and there wasn't really a lot of glitz and glamour really we were behind the scenes mm-hmm. but when people find out that you've been out with certain rock bands and things like that they're they're pretty uh captivated by it yeah you know tell us about it you know or show them the badge or something like that and uh you know i was uh when i went dip when i went that <laughs> To a regular job. Well, to a the same job with really less prestige. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, even with Disney, there was some sense of prestige. prestigious. True. Well, you work for Disney. Whoa. Gotcha, wow, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. You know, but uh, now it's like, you know, I'm a Navy tech director for a Methodist church downtown. Oh, okay. Whatever. But <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's good how, for you. That's how people. That look sounds at like it. fun. But I, I can actually get that when you when you made that your when that defined you and that was your status to go from that to where you're at now, if that was still defining Fritz, you would kind of be down on yourself, I would think. Well, I can honestly see why uh, like vets, for instance, get PTSD and then depression because the military is who they were. Yeah. Who they are, mm-hmm. really. Right. And it's ingrained. And I could see after that it is over and they're sitting in a house one day, they're reading a the newspaper, they're like, 
well, what do I do with myself now? And I can see where the depression comes in and the PTSD and, yeah. and things like that. Finding your place back in the world. Yeah, because I actually went life. through that. And, you know, I, under, I understand that completely. Gotcha. Well, you know, the job definitely is something that we can find ourselves caught up when it comes to our status. You know, and also, you know, in our culture today, there are, there are a number of other things that we look at. I mean, people get caught up in the clothes they wear, the brands that they're tied to, you know, the cars they drive boats, the houses, money, I mean, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's like, and we get so caught up and this is what we continue to consider to be status quo. Well, what, what, what we're told. Yes. And then we do do what you say, Fritz, we get, that becomes our identity. Yeah. That's who we are. Well, and going back to a few podcasts where you said, uh, times have changed to the point it's where it's not, do you have a car? It's what kind of car right and do you have a house how big a house right and that makes you really think and i and i you know it's you know even when we talked about it we touched on that other podcast too it's like even poor today people what they consider poverty compared to what it was when i when we were coming up and that you know and i'm sure the people before us will even say the same thing because they went through the great depression and all those things you know but you know poverty today it's it's you know there are people that I grew up in this, that are living in the same housing project I grew up in now with flat screen TVs and PS fives and decent cars sitting in the driveway. Right. Whereas when I was coming up, we didn't have a car. We had a floor model TV that didn't work. So we use it as a piece of furniture to put another TV on top of. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you more redneck than you know. More, uh, had, look at there. We had more nicotine on the walls than my mother had in her lungs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yep. And so, you know, and sometimes you can, on a flip side of the coin, too, when you look at status quo or status, sometimes you can wear that as a bare badge of honor. Yeah, absolutely. I grew, I grew up hard. You know, I, I came from a tough life. and That's 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 who I am. And yep. then, you know, so we've talked about this before. You know, I, I'm so far removed from that. You know, I, I haven't lived in a projects since, you know, I was 16. I'm 48 years old. Yeah, but coming up hard like that lends itself to a different point, too, as to a different extreme that you would have trouble finding compassion on people today. Right. That experience certain problems. Right. And, but, but the reality of it is I'm not that same 16 year old kid living in the project. No. Anymore, you no. know what I'm saying? I've, you know, I've got a lot softer and easier life and I'm not yeah. just talking about the waistline either. So don't even, open your mouth, man. <laughs> I'm not uh, saying anything. I, you're looking there. at my stomach, man. Never. <laughs> no, I was actually, when Ray was talking, I mean, when uh, Fritz was talking about that prestige, I was thinking, I was like, has there ever been anything that's happened with me where I felt like, man, that that's him over there. And it was actually a volunteer position. It was being president of the little league and like people was like, Oh, there's the president. I'm like, I'm just a vault. I mean, at the time, but I could see why people. Could yeah, but get you were El Presidente. El President. Yeah, exactly. You hear the word president, you're like, man, I'm president. You're right. Pedro for president. Pedro for president. Make a cake. Let's call back to last episode. Well, uh, one, yeah. one of the big things I want to kind of touch on with this whole status thing is you were just talking about growing up in poverty and so on and so forth is that all of the social media and commercials and just the world in general today basically tells you you're nothing unless you drive this car, have this size house, you know, make this much money, wear these kind of clothes. So for for you guys out there that are that aren't living a prestigious, you know, air quotes life according to the world doesn't make you any less 
of a person. That doesn't define your status in life. Because what you have doesn't really mean shit. No, it means nothing. I mean, and most people, and I've said this on this podcast before, and I'll continue to say it, most people don't give a shit what you got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He who dies with the most I mean, toys still dies. I have never looked at somebody and wondered what brand of clothing they were wearing. Right. It's never even crossed my mind. I don't look at their shoes or, you know, what kind of jeans are they wearing. I, I just don't do that. I mean, you know, sometimes I may be driving around, I might see a nice car, but I'm not concerned with who's in the car. Right. Yeah. I'm looking at the car. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of kids growing up experienced performance-based love. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, they had fathers that were performance-based, and they loved you based on your performance. Yeah. Whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. And that becomes your identity. Oh, you bet it does. What you do, your performance, how you perform. Oh, yeah. 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 I saw this post on Facebook, actually. Someone posted, like, a, a, a guy's shirt is all ripped up. It was all... And it, it because he would show up after work, he'd come directly from work to go to his son's baseball game and he'd come in and he, he was a welder mm-hmm. and he'd come in and all his clothes were burnt. Mm-hmm. He like, you know, I couldn't change my clothes. I didn't have time. Somebody's thinking I'm poor and I'm doing the thing, but the guy's making really good money and he's, but he's there supporting and he's like, laughing. And I sponsored that. He's like, and he, at the end, he's like, and I sponsor this team. And what, what about the, all the guys who show up in their shirts and ties and stuff like that? They're, they're not sponsoring a team. Like, you know, it was very, it was like, it was very humbling to see the, like that piece. Cause I've like, I've been at sporting events and you're like, man, like you, you see, and you see the fathers coming in and he's like, you see it like all, cause you know, how do I explain this? Um, so they're they're just coming in all dirty. They're mechanics or anything like that. Mm-hmm. At the time, you know, before I found Christ and before like that, I was like, you know, look at that guy. He's I don't know what's going on with him. Why this, is he here? This you know, poor guy. This poor guy. Exactly. And all of a sudden, you, all of a sudden, you find out and you read this story. You're like, holy crap. Yeah, you don't realize that exactly. that, that AJ's mechanics, you know, board on the yes. on the home run fence back there is him. Is him. Well, and you know, unfortunately, we do that in the church too. Yep. Oh yeah, that's good. You're 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 one hundred percent right. Yep. Yep. I mean it happens. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's one for men that I think that is it needs to be talked about and we don't talk about it enough. And that's your sexual conquests. Mm. That, yeah. that 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 becomes your status. You think how many women you can sleep with makes you a man. Yeah. yeah. How many women you can date or you can woo or you can get you know, you know, go out with or get Notch to like on your you. belt. Yeah, I mean, and you know, you think that that creates your status as being a playboy or a, or a real man or a ladies man, you know? And, and at the end of the day, you know, it's like, again, nobody really gives a shit. I mean, you know, what's funny when I was young, I used to think like that, how many notches I'm going to put on my belt. And let mm-hmm. me tell you something. It was really cool and fun when you were talking with your buddies. Mm-hmm. It's water cooler talk, yeah. man. But it's really, it's really humbling when somebody you care about that's of the opposite sex asks you the same exact question. <laughs> Someone you really love. Yes. But we're going to hold on to that for a second. We'll make a quick break and we'll come right back. You're listening to The Battle Podcast, a GSR podcast production. What up, man? This is Fritz, producer of The Battle Podcast. We want to thank you for listening today as we know your time is valuable. If you're finding this content helpful and useful in your life, well, maybe consider supporting us as a business sponsor or a personal gift. You know, a little goes a long way in helping us continue encouraging other men. We now have a PayPal account, which is quick, easy, and very secure. Just type in your browser, paypal.me 
forward slash the battle podcast. That's paypal.me slash the battle podcast. Or snail mail us a check. We don't care. We just appreciate each and every one of you. And as always, don't hesitate to contact us at the battle podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a show suggestion, that's the battle podcast at gmail.com. Okay, enough of this. Let's get back to it. Yeah, going back to what you were saying, right? When you love and respect somebody, all of a sudden, all those notches don't seem so cool anymore. Right. You 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 know your your chest doesn't puff out, and you know you kind of don't start peacocking. You know when you're telling some young lady that you want to have a relationship with, how many women you slept with or you bedded. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like we used to think that was cool with our partners, but now you're looking at somebody that is looking at you like you're disgusting. Yeah. And when you and when you really think about it. Who thinks it's cool? Who really thinks it's cool? The other guys. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to impress the other guys. And that just doesn't add up. When you when you really think about it, What? how does that add up? Yeah, man, well, I, you know, I, I, I got 10 notches well, well, on my well, belt. Good rule you know. of thumb with guys just to always divide everything they say by two. Yeah. <laughs> and the women, you multiply it by two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, you never heard that one. Yeah, I'm saying, but no, I'm saying you always divide it by two because they're only telling you it's they're only t- really half of what they're telling you. Is, well, they're, they're doubling, they're doubling yeah. what they're telling you. Yeah, right. but that's what they say. And then the women, they'll they'll tell you one, and you multiply it by two. <laughs> so that's a, that's another joke, yeah. man. That's just a joke. But it, there's another one. Uh, that's for Rizzle. You guys ever watch uh, How I Met Your Mother? No. There, it's a it's an old TV show and and there's this one guy who's a who's a player and he's coming up and he's talking to his friends and this and he says how young of a girl can I date hey, you know how young how young and they say half your age plus seven <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but when you really think about it I mean that's all the world that's all the world telling you who you are who you need to be what you need to do and at the end of the day like I said earlier he who dies with the most stuff. Still dies. Still dies. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no kidding. I, without, without he ain't their taking stuff. shit with you, that's for sure. I have, I have never seen a hearse pull in the U-Haul. No kidding. Nope. Oh, no joke, man. Never see a hearse pull in the trailer. It ain't going to happen. So why do you put yourself through the torture of trying to keep up with the Joneses? Trying to let these things define you. Because there's nothing to the things. Well, because at the end of the day, somebody always has a bigger house. Yep. A nicer car. Mm-hmm. More money. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, nobody has a prettier wife than me, but I hope <laughs> bigger money. tools. Bigger tools. Candy's yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I know that for a fact there's a lot better looking men than me. My wife can look and go, yeah, that woman's got a better looking husband than me. But at the end of the day, no matter what you do, there's always something bigger and better somewhere down the line. Got that right. You're never gonna, you're never gonna meet that that requirement because you could talk to any person on this planet, no matter how poor they are, no matter how rich they are, everybody wants more. Exactly. Yeah, you're never gonna be the goat. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you know, the great Tom Brady always says. Speaking of goats, well, I speaking knew, of I knew you were going there, I knew you were going there. I thought of Jordan. You know, here's a man that's won you know seven Super Bowls. And they always ask him, what's your favorite ring? And he always says, the next one. Next one. Mm-hmm. That's just life. And, and that's a sad truth, really. It is. Because it's never really enough. Right. You know, a real man would say, my wedding ring. 
Ooh. Ooh. Right? Damn, Ray, you've been working on that one all week. Man, right? I hope Sarah's listening. You're coming up with this material, man. I, I can say that because I ain't got no damn Super Bowl rings. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to show for show. But, but seriously, there's so many more core values to define your status quo by that, that doesn't matter what other people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess the, the million-dollar question is, is what are you tying yourself to, right? Right, yeah. yeah. You know, what is your rock? What is your foundation? You know, what is it that is the very core, the very essence of who you are as a human being? Right. Mm-hmm. Because really, that's what defines all of us, and that's what makes us all different. We keep thinking, you know, you can just keep putting stuff on the outside of us, and that's going to create difference. And we talked about diversity, right, in mm-hmm. one of our other podcasts. Yeah. But, you know, you put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. Right. Yep. Well, it's one thing, too, Johnny, uh, to identify what that is, but will most men utilize it? Or embrace it. Or embrace it. Exactly. No matter what others are saying. Correct. Well, I mean, let's be honest. We always want the one thing we don't have. For right. sure. And we look at other people's talents and gifts and whatever, and we, we minimize or we downplay ours because we want theirs. Right. It's like you always notice if somebody can, you know, draw really good, they just wish they could paint. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) And then the guy that plays an instrument says, oh, I can play the guitar, but I I sure wish I could sing. Yep. And the guy that can sing says, you know what? I wish I knew how to play the guitar. Yep. You know, so it it just, it never ends. And the guy who can bat wishes he could really be a good catcher. Yes. Yes, that's true. (laughs) You you know, I wasn't going to go there. But they're, you know. And the good catcher, which is he could squat. Yes. <laughs> Not everybody can squat in the catching position. He is the like best good catcher, catcher I've ever had in any softball league I've ever played in. <laughs> even, Mike, I'm, I'm humbled by that. You should humbled. be humbled. Even though, status quo. <laughs> even though he tries scoring with your ref. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to episode 88 if you haven't yet. You'll get that. Well, I never, well, I never got to third base. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the good. big... Go ahead, Mike. No, I was, I was, it was going to be a fielder's choice joke, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Again, episode 88. <laughs> but guys, what you really need to do is you can't let these material things define your status. You have to really look deeper than yourself. Look at your heart. Look at your personality. How you treat people, your family, your significant other, your children. You know, because you may look at somebody who's driving a nice car, wearing nice clothes, and has a crap ton of money, but he's smacking his wife around. He's never home for his kids. Or on the flip side of the coin, you're that guy, and you always have to wonder, are they with me because they love me or care about me or because of my money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Or what good. I have. It's true. And what a feeling to have that I always wonder, is this guy really my friend or is he using me? Mm. Are you the person your dog thinks you are? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I you mean, you come through the door, the dog's wagging its tail. It's looking at you like it's so happy you're home. Right. Are you that person? Are you that person? I think at the end of the day, if we're going to be honest, we're half that person. Because yeah. I think that every day we get up and there's a person we want to be, there's a person we strive to be, and then there's the person we are. Ooh. You yep. say that again, Johnny. You know, there's a person we want to be, there's a person we strive to be, and there's a person that we are. Right. And that's somewhere in the middle. Yep. You know the good and the bad, and it's fighting through all the through all that to try to find that person within ourselves. A good question for that for you though is, what is defining the person you want to be? Is it the status quo stuff? Is it the car and the money and the house and the boats and all that, or the women? Right. You know? What is 
that per what is defining that person you want to be. And think about it, guys. These these this isn't a light topic. This is a real thinker. This isn't something you can just listen to and go, oh yeah. No, hey, this hey. is really a life defining moment. Yep. If you really chew on this, yeah. Yeah. You're well, really gonna ask to yourself some questions. It's the hardest question you're ever gonna ask yourself. You bet it is. Because you know, we and we've talked about the man in the mirror, and the hardest person to look at is you. And yeah. we know the truth. You know the truth. The guys that are listening to this podcast, you know the truth. You know who you truly are, you know what your what your motives are, what your heart is. You know what the desires of your heart are. I mean, and, and let's be honest. I mean, not all the desires we have as men are good. Right. Yep. I mean, they may be pleasurable. They may be desirable. They may be fun, but they're not always good. And there's a dark side to every man. And, and we, and I just, I want to put that out there because that's why I said there's the man we want to be, we strive to be, and the man that we are. Right. Every one of us has a battle within ourselves to try to figure out and try to push down the man we don't want to be. And sometimes, you know, I'll be honest with you. I get up. Sometimes I win that battle during the day and sometimes I lose. Right. Yep. And it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, you're like, man, I thought I was so much farther along than this. What's going on? What the hell's the matter with me? You know? Yeah. And then there are other days that, you know, I, I foreclose my own thing. You know what? Pretty good day today. You know, mm -hmm. I actually walked that thing out and dealt with this the way I should have. And, you know, I feel pretty good about it. But it's a constant, you know? Oh, yeah. It and, is. And having desires and striving to be something to be a better person is not a bad thing. No. But you also have to look at is what am I going to sacrifice to achieve that? And is that status worth it? Because you're going to pay something. Something's going to give somewhere. Oh, everything costs you something. We talk about that all the time here. Right. So what are you, what are you sacrificing, sacrificing to achieve that status? And is that status worth it? I mean, think about it like this. I mean, some of you guys listening to this podcast, you're people pleasers. Yeah. And what you're really sacrificing is your own families, mm -hmm. your mm. own relationships, because you're trying yep. to please everybody. Truth. And if you don't get to the place in your life where you can say no mm -hmm. and create healthy boundaries and say, you know what, I'm, I can't do it, won't, won't do it. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, there are people I've met in my life that'll say, you know what, John, I did this, just certain things I just don't do. I won't, you know, they'll ask, people ask me this and I'll say, no, don't do it. And, you know, the most, the first response is, well, I don't want to feel bad. Or I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to come across like I'm, the, but at the end of the day, the question you got to always ask yourself is what is the root cause of saying no? Is saying no because you're, you're, you're making sure you value the time with your wife or your children, or you're making sure you value in, you know, creating healthy boundaries to be with the right type of people doing the right type of things. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everything comes with a cost. Oh, yeah. But what good. are you willing to pay? And what are you willing to sacrifice? Like you said, Ray, I mean, we should never, ever as men put our families on the altar of ego. Right. Yeah. True. And, wow. And you know that I, I've sacrificed money to stay home. I, I could make a whole lot more money following the work. I mean, I, I could easily double my income following the work and never be home. So I, I took that and I said, hey, is that money worth the time with my family? But that's not your identity, too. Exactly. So you've exactly. defined that in your life, you know. And a, lot, a lot of guys have never slowed and, down long enough to do that. And right. Ray will be the first one to tell you the reason why he's been able to define that is because he lived it. He yep. did allow his job at one time in his life to be the def defining uh, yep. moment of who he is. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I've been there, too. I'm yep. just sad it took me so long to wake up. 
Yeah. And you know what? I've been there too. I was, I said the exact same thing. And Johnny has said the same thing before. Mm -hmm. So guys out there listening, you know, at any point in time, once you figure it out, once you understand the importance of this, you're going to ask yourself, you're going to tell yourself, damn, I wish I'd have figured it out earlier. You know, one of the things I've always told my kids is like, look, you know, we all have jobs, right? We do what we do so we can do what we want to do. Yep. You know, we'd have a job that affords us a certain lifestyle. We work. You get paid to do a job. You're getting paid money to do a job. That is not a defining, a definitive, uh, you know, explanation or, or determination of who you are as a man. That's just what you do. Right. Now, what you do with the resources that that job provides, that's what's going to define you as a man. You know, are you going to take those resources and pour it back into your family, back into other people? You know, you know, use those, those means to be able to build a certain type of life, to have certain means in your life, to be able to take care of this or take care of that. I mean, we got so many people in this country right now that are so caught up in their job. You're like, oh, this is what I do, so this is who I am. No, you know, you're not a plumber. You're not a carpenter. You're not a technician. You're not a service manager. That is what you do. That is not who you are. It took me so many years to figure that out. And so many times, you know, I would sit back and think, okay, what's the next, what do I got to get to the next level, the next level, the next level? And then I had to ask myself a really tough question. What are you doing and why are you doing this? And the reality of it was was because of money. I just wanted to make money. And so when when I made that decision to do what I was doing to make money, I had to take an even further step back and do an even greater self-evaluation and go, is it worth it? Is the price that I'm paying worth the money? And I'm telling you, man, if you listen to this podcast and you're putting your family in the altar of your career or your ego or, you know, your promotion or your clout or your status, you're losing. You are losing. And I'll tell you one thing I've learned the hard way. Those are years you just can't get back. And I remember last year, and I shared this with the guys here in the podcast, on Father's Day, I sat on my front porch and I was sitting there thinking, not about all the times that I spent with my children, but all the times that I didn't. And I had to come to a real harsh reality that I'm never getting those days back. And if you're flipping through the photo album and you're seeing everybody but you, you're making some poor choices. And that's a very sobering fact. And man, I'm telling you from experience, there's no amount of money in the world that is worth that. Your status is from what comes from what comes from within you. That's who that's what makes you who you are. Not what you can put on your back, what kind of car you can drive, or the house that you live in, or the kind of money that you can make. That does not make you a man. Real men are selfless. My hope for you listening to this podcast today is that you're going to take a step back and look a real deep into that mirror and look at the man staring back at you. And you're going to ask him some really tough questions. You're going to ask yourself, what is my status? 
Fritz so eloquently put it. Am I the man that my dog thinks I am? Am I the man that I, my children wish I was? Am I the man that my wife thought she married? Am I the man that shows up to the job and, and makes the job everything? And let me tell you a little secret about the job, Ben. Job will never love you back. The job will never love you back. So don't sacrifice those that will. Because when you do that, my friends, well, hell, that's where the rubber meets the road. <laughs>